Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Optimal Startup Daily, episode 116, Three Things You Should Do to Give Killer Performance Reviews by Michael Melberg of michaelmelberg.com. And I am Dan, your host and narrator. Welcome back to Optimal Startup Daily, where I read to you from some of the best blogs on entrepreneurship. And for now, let's get right to our post as we optimize your life. Three Things You Should Do to Give Killer Performance Reviews by Michael Melberg of ModernDaVinci.net Oh, the dreaded performance review process. You either hate it or you hate it. Am I right? It's not that you think they're unnecessary. After all, even if you don't give performance reviews now, somewhere in the back of your mind, you know you should. It's that they take time out of work, cause unnecessary stress, and don't seem to be very effective at changing employee behavior. And isn't changing behavior for the better the whole point? So should we just ditch them altogether? My answer to that is a resounding no. When done properly, performance reviews can be a welcome source of feedback for your employees. They can lead to deeper discussions about responsibilities, career goals, and organizational improvements. So instead of throwing them out, let's implement three simple tips to get them right. Though there are thousands of ways to run performance reviews and just as many articles to read on the topic, I've found these three tips gave me the most bang for my buck. After five plus years managing employees, these were the three things that made the most difference. Tip number one, take your performance review process out of that tuxedo and give it some shorts and sandals. Here's how most performance reviews go. Every year, gather 12 months of employee data, feedback from peers, and force everyone to do a self-assessment for a month. During that month, we don't talk about the process, we maybe indicate that performance is tied to compensation and we schedule a one-hour meeting labeled performance review. Stress levels shoot through the roof until the big meeting, at which point everyone leaves the review wondering why they bothered to take the time in the first place. Sound familiar? Well, instead of making your performance review process a -a once-a-year event, why not break it up into multiple smaller events throughout the year? It may seem like more work, but doing a performance review once a quarter or twice a year can make the entire process far less formal. On top of that, it will reduce stress on the employee and create less stress for the business owner, who doesn't have to compile a full year's worth of performance info, which can be a daunting task. Why wait to give an employee 365 days of feedback in one fell swoop? Isn't feedback far more effective when given more often? The answer is yes. Stop giving performance reviews once a year, Move to a quarterly or bi-yearly performance review process and you'll find them to be far more productive and less stressful. Tip number two, how much time should the review meeting be? Exactly the opposite of what you think. 
Most managers spend all their time focusing on low performers. They give them extensive feedback on what they're doing wrong and what they should do to correct it. On the flip side, they spend only minutes with their top performers, telling them there's nothing you need to work on or you're doing great, keep up the good work. Why? Your low performers aren't pushing your company the way your high performers do. Your low performers are actually costing your high performers and yourself more work. So if your best and brightest are the ones giving you the best and the most results, why not spend the time with them? Give them more goals, more responsibilities, and more praise. Talk with them to understand what they love and don't love about the job. Figure out how they can contribute more to the organization and compensate them for it. Most high performers are eager to take on more responsibility in exchange for bigger opportunities or higher compensation. Low performers, on the other hand, are usually only interested in doing just enough to keep their job. So spend the time with your A players. For your B and C players, keep it short and to the point. Tell them exactly what you need them to do, when you need them to do it, and what they can expect if they meet or don't meet their objectives. Tip number three, let the politician in you shine. Okay, I'm not suggesting you turn performance reviews into some political event. What I am suggesting is what every politician out there claims to want more of, transparency. How do performance reviews and transparency overlap? Well, most of the time they don't. Most of the time the performance review process is hidden from the employees. The steps along the way are only discussed when an employee needs to do something like turn in a self-review or request peer reviews. But this just increases the stress of it all. When your employees don't know what's going on behind the scenes, they start to imagine. And when your staff's imaginations run wild, stress levels rise, rumors start, and inappropriate expectations are set that can never be met. Instead of letting that happen, be as transparent as possible with the process. Tell everyone how the process will work, what you expect along the way, and when every milestone for both you and your employee will occur. Tell them why each step of the process is necessary and who will see each piece of the review process. Over-communicate, over-indulge. Let them know anything and everything that's going on, including how the performance reviews will affect their salary, bonuses, or any other compensation. Then, leave your door open. When employees see this process isn't something to worry about and that they can talk to you anytime, they'll feel far less stressed and can carry on with their job. It's time for a change. Now, not later. Maybe you don't have a performance review process, but you know you should. Maybe your current review process is stressful, distracting, and feels useless. That no longer needs to be the case. Take whatever process you have in place and implement these three simple changes. Break the process up into multiple, smaller events over the course of the year. Focus on your best employees and take less time with the rest. And be transparent, really transparent. None of these changes is a wild departure from any performance review process that I know, but implementing them should drastically reduce stress for everyone involved, including yourself. Furthermore, you'll start getting exactly what you'd always hoped to get, results. You just listened to the post titled Three Things You Should Do to Give Killer Performance Reviews by Michael Melberg of moderndavinci.net. When it comes to hiring, don't go searching for the one. Just meet your match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. 93% of employers agree. Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. 
And one of the things I really love about Indeed is that it filters out those incompatible applicants. So when you're hiring, the process is much faster and you only have to consider applicants that are already likely to be a great fit. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com startup. So just go to indeed.com startup right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com startup. Terms and conditions apply. And big thanks to Michael Melberg for letting us share his work. He is a family man, an entrepreneur, business professional, fitness nut, organization freak, productivity junkie, and the author of Home Early. That book is about destroying distraction, becoming powerfully productive, and finishing work before dinner. You can get the first chapter of his book for free with a bunch of worksheets to go along with it right on his site, michaelmelberg.com. And Melberg, by the way, is spelled M-E-H-L-B-E-R-G. So come check that out and show him some support, and I have his site linked in this episode's description. And that should do it for today. I thank you, as always, for being here and listening all the way through. And I'll be back with you tomorrow for the Monday show, where your optimal life awaits.